In a world searching for meaning and hope, there's a place where voices rise. Welcome to the Repurpose Podcast Network, your haven for podcasts that envelops the everyday lives of believers. Shows about relationships, news, sports, and so much more. With so much negative content defining the Black experience, controlling the narrative is on the forefront. We amplify, elevate, empower Black creators to share with the world their thoughts and ideas. Tune in and unlock a world of captivating content that entertains and uplifts. The Repurpose Network. One message, many voices. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the James Taylor Jr. Podcast, along forward slash with the We As Men Podcast. I'm your host, James Taylor Jr., and I'm here with the great Reggie Lewis Carter, the uh, Director of Operations as we as, at We As Men, a nonprofit. We are now in the beautiful Atlanta West Studios. I hope you have the opportunity one day to rent this space for your podcast, get the audio and the visual. And if you're a student who wants to grow in your acting skills, this is also a great place to come to. It's called Atlanta West Studios out here in Douglasville, Georgia. Today, we're going to talk about uh, uh, We As Men again, but we're going to do a a part two series. And this one is called, I think it's very good, The Struggle of Men. The struggle of men and men struggle in two defining areas, identification, who you are, and classification, what you do. Again, identification, who you are, and classification, what you do. And the title, again, is The Struggle of Men. And so uh, let's start with identification, of course. Um, great, great, Reg. Let me, let me ask you a question. As someone who we're about to work with men, help them to grow, build them up, get them to a place to help them, how important is identification and why do they struggle with identification? Mm, those are great questions there, Jay. Um, I would say, uh, what was the first part of the question? The first part is who, who we are. Who we are. Right? And the classification is what we do. Right. So I identify you as this is what I do, this is who I am, I believe this way, I think this way, more, more values and all that. Classification is, ah, I work at a school teacher. I'm a banker. I'm an entrepreneur. You know, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I, I I don't do broke. You understand? There's no. There's, I'm allergic, so I don't. Respect, respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for me, it's always about growing something. Um, and so, but my legacy, and I just want to give more context. My legacy is pouring into the next generation. I think that's everything for me. You know, we have the conference coming up November uh, 16th through the 18th called the Just Be Conference. Non-shameless play. I don't feel shame about what I do. You know, justbecon.com. Check that out. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. You hear it? Uh, students get to come for free ages 12 through 17. But classification, identification. Identification, who you are. Classification, what you do. The question is, in identification space, what is the thing that men mostly struggle with when it comes to identifying things? Is it, And why do they struggle with their identification? Let me say it that way. Maybe that's a better way to phrase it. And what could they do to better themselves in that area? Man, I know today, I think today, and that's a great question too. Uh, today, I think men are in a in a place I think they've never been before in society. You know what I'm saying? Uh, our purpose for men, you know, I should not have changed. You know what I'm saying? It should not have changed from, from the beginning of time. You know what I'm saying? Mm. To be those providers, protectors, you know what I'm saying, in our homes and everything else. You know, we were the ones that was first, you know, out in the garden, you know, doing the work. You know all what I'm right, saying? Right. Go all the way back to Adam. You know, right. I think today we're... Society just has has kind of twisted things, kind of turned it upside down, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of times men are are struggling just with with trying to figure out just the level of masculinity that they need to have because you know we have this label now of toxic masculinity, you know as far as like me being too aggressive as a man, um, you know men being emasculated on a on a daily basis, you know by the by the strong independent women that's out here and it's that jockeying for position thing. Um, and men are just kind of struggling, I think, or just trying to figure it out. You know, if a man, a lot of times when men, when they classify themselves or they feel validated by their bank account, you know what I'm saying, or by their salary, you know what I'm saying, 
it's a funny place for them to be in today because today they're more successful, you know, on the African-American piece. They're more qualified, uh, professional African-American women than there are men as far as like, you know, education piece, you know. Mm. And so a lot of times men, you know, when they look at the woman, you know, she's a she's a Fortune 500 woman today. You know, she's she has her own house. She has her own car. So it's like, OK, where do I fit in? What is it that, you know, and. And not to put it all on the women, because, you know, still as a man, I need to have that assurance. and I need to have the confidence to know what it is that I'm my purpose and my role. So I think today, I think a lot of men are just really having a, a hard time navigating that, you know. I think identification has now been labeled. We talked about this the last podcast. It's a gender, a gender war, mm-hmm. right? The gender war is misandry versus misogyny. We know we haven't been talking about misandry enough, where it's, it's a certain way women think and misogyny where a certain way men think. And it, it's gotten to the place now where I need to know what you bring to the table mm-hmm. as a woman. And then you need to, and I as a woman is saying to the man is, I don't do struggle love. How much money do you make? Both of y'all broke. If we really keep it a buck, you know what I'm saying? It, it, there are certain people who have a certain amount of money. And I talked about this before. There are a lot of women who have ed- education. Right. Right. But but you getting an education and having a paycheck, it's called living. It's called cost of living. Right. It's not really, it's not a flex to me. You know, I, I don't marry you because you doctor such and such. I marry you because I love you as a person. And the same thing with men. Men feel that they have a right to tell women how to live their lives because they're a man. That's toxic masculinity. Masculinity, there's nothing wrong with masculinity. Right. When it's toxic, it's when something's wrong with it. Why are you as a man requiring somebody to be submissive to you when both of you in the Bible are supposed to submit to one another. Right. It literally starts out in Ephesians 5, says submit yourself one to another, and then it goes through the whole role of a husband and a wife, but it starts out with you submitting to one another. We can't even use that word no more. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's a lot of things in there, and I think one of the things that is really hurting men is that they can't identify their role clearly enough beyond a paycheck and beyond being violent. Like, I'm, I'll protect you. That's why I said there are five keys to that piece. It's provider, protector, but there's also purpose. You need to know exactly what your goal is of your family. Then you also need to be the type of person who's passionate, how to love your family. And then you need to be patient. You need to take time and be able to understand that there's going to be a process with your family. So if a man talks like that to me, it just sounds weird. And the reality is both of y'all are broke, and then both of y'all are broke in. So now you have two people who don't really have the income, society-wise, especially in the African-American community, because everybody wants to flex about their money. What well, profit a man to gain the whole wide world and lose his soul? You don't know your purpose. So when I marry you, I don't marry you for the sole purpose of you taking care of a kitchen. I marry you because you're my partner. Right. I marry you because you are compatible for me in a relationship. You, you don't complete me, right? But you don't compete with me either. Mm-hmm. It's 100 and 100. It's not 50-50. Right. So when I'm in a relationship with you, there are things that you do. Just like I said, just like we said in the last podcast, a woman don't give you peace. She gives you safe space. God's the only one who can give you peace. Right. So you shouldn't be coming into everything. You don't create peace for me at the home. No, you broken. Like you asking for God type work. And if I think that's the part that we don't talk enough about, is you have to identify who you are, and then you have to identify uh, your triggers. Oh yeah, the triggers. Yeah. We don't talk enough. We don't talk about yeah. enough about trauma and triggering men. Trauma and triggers. Yeah. Like let, let's have this conversation. I want to get your thoughts on it. I think m- most of the red pill content men on podcasts are insecure men with money, using that as a standing point for their value. If they was broke, nobody would talk to them anyway, because they either jerks or they. I won't say they're ugly because we're children of God, but they different. Mm-hmm. So not only are you different, but you broke. And when you were different and broke. And different, and not in the sense, because when I say different, I'm not saying everybody's ugly. I'm saying you weren't somebody's preference. You weren't somebody that they found attractive because looks are subjective. Right. The problem is, is that a lot of men bank so much on the fact that they got a little check, and it's still little. Even if you're 10 million, you make 10 million, it's still little when it comes to love, because love is priceless. Mm-hmm. A man who finds a wife finds a good thing and finds a favor with God. God don't need your money to give you a good wife. That's God right. needs you to have a good character for you to right. have a good wife. To keep one, yeah. right? Exactly. So when you, t- yeah, to even get one. Yeah. Like a lot of times when somebody pick, you picking on what somebody look like. Mm. But but you, it's like, I hate to say this, men don't know what it's like to love somebody for who they are. A lot of times, 
They're loving somebody for what they can do. Not all men, but a lot of the younger men. But if I love you for who you are, I know you're going to gain weight because we have babies. Right, right, right. I know you're not going to always be perky. Both of us going to sing and drag because we both get older. Right. <laughs> like, 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 you're not dealing with reality. You're weird. Mm. So you have these false expectations. And here's the crazy. This is how broken we are. You want to leave your wife or her body falling apart and you fat. You out of shape. You're not where you are as a man. Because we're talking about men. We're not talking primarily about women today. So my problem is is that you can't identify your own wounds and flaws, but you can identify the physical attributes of a woman, but you can't define the spiritual attributes and the emotional. Because if I dealt more with the woman's emotions and her spiritual and my responsibility, I can identify my role as a man. Mm -hmm. I'm not leaving because you gain weight. I'm not leaving because you have a bad moment. I'm not leaving because you're frustrated. The D word is not in my life. I don't say divorce all day long because I know you. Right. I love you. I am here for you. I'm all in. Right. But if you can't identify that that's your role, that Ephesians 5, love your wife. Think about it. Love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. Presenting her without spot or wrinkle, washing her with the water word. Yep. Love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave himself for it. So now you got to be willing to die for this person. Right. right. That's the protecting part of it. But that protecting is also protecting her from you. Mm. you got to be safe space for her too. Right. So you got to watch what you say. You got to watch what you do. But we don't teach that to men. Right. That's that emotional intelligence piece. You know what I'm saying? You know, I think when a lot of times guys, you know, and again, it's that, it's that whole, you know, what and with some of them, you know, it's, it's kind of what they have been, what's been modeled before them. Yeah, definitely. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, um, you know, you didn't grow up and, and, you know, and your dad, you know, said, you know, I love you. Or if your dad wasn't in the house, you know what I'm saying? It paints, you don't have a picture to go off of, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because you didn't have someone there to see what happens in those moments of adversity, to see how, you know, how he talks to, you know, my mom, you know, mm-hmm. to see it. So when conflicts mm-hmm. happen, you know, how does that, how does that happen, mm-hmm. you know? And so a lot of times, and with today with society and with, you know, social media, all these different things now, so many, so many thousands of voices that are out there today, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You just gravitate to the one that, that kind of maybe feels good to you at the time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's really, it's it's a crazy world that we're in, man. Like I said, we're in a falling world, bro. And and when you said the, the whole piece about broken, if we get back to the original intent and purpose, you know, get back to the just the, yeah. you know, loving God and just doing it God's way, you know what I'm saying? I think that's where yeah. things will get back yeah. in line. Yeah. But it's just so many different things. But that's not, that's not popular, though. That doesn't feel good. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't, that doesn't get us, you know, the... Uh, you know all the all the likes and all the you know the, the clicks yeah, yeah the clicks and like all what that we're ta- stuff. what we're talking about right now is grown man conversation yeah so this is not going to be popular but you're still a bum <laughs> emotionally you're still a bum financially like like I told this to a young man the other day I said the difference with older men back then they didn't mind their wife working or not working because their primary goal is to be able to provide all the way for the whole house right either way right either way yeah so if you already grew up wanting to provide for the whole house either way. That was your focus as a man. Mm-hmm. So when you turn around now and you listen to young men talk right now, they want to be proposed to. So we done already lost our whole car. And she crying. Oh, they crying about a woman getting a chance to promote, pro, uh, propose to a man. Is this that? Is that's a flex of equality? See, no. You setting yourself up. Okay, so, so with that, with the proposed thing, how would someone even know that that even exists? The only reason someone knows that exists is because someone – Sat here, set this whole little scene up, you know what I'm saying, put it out there, filmed it, you know, exactly staged it, filmed it, and now exactly. they put it out there. Exactly. You know what he, I'm and, and, and I don't care what nobody say. I'm not going to say which video it was because I want to be disrespectful. But this big old dude gave her a hug, and he looked like a punk when he gave her a hug. She was like, do you accept? He was like, yeah. <laughs> That's how he looked when he put his hand out, like this. And then when she put the ring on, he hugged her like this. He's like, and he's looking around because there was a part of him that felt insecure because he wasn't able to lead as a man. He didn't initiate the pursuit, but that's the way God, the Bible says, a man will find the wife, find the good thing, and find the favor with the Lord. My job is to pursue, not chase. Mm-hmm. If I'm chasing you, then I got to catch you, and then you can run away again. But if I'm pursuing you, that means we're both on the same path of growing to a relationship. Okay. And, uh, and let me say this part because we talked about emotions. Emotions tell you where you are, but they don't tell you where you're going. Mm-hmm. So if I'm angry... Then I got to figure out why I'm angry. Because two reasons. I could be angry with you. I could be angry with something else, but you reminded me of it. And that's trauma. Right, trauma. So most men don't deal with identification. Like, if you ask me right now, 
why I think a lot of men don't have healthy relationships because they don't know how to be a man. It ain't got nothing to do with a woman. Mm. I, I, I think it's too much emphasis on us getting women to be what we need them to be when we don't even know who we are. Who we are, right. Because we're, me and you are two different people. Right. I'm super aggressive. You're not. Right. I, you tell it. You're, you're such a beautiful wordsmith. <laughs> I could be ghetto as all get out when I know you personally and you do something stupid. Right. Right? I'm super gracious. You know, I'm a teddy bear at heart. My bark is is definitely, you know, my bark ain't working. My bark is probably the biggest part. My yeah, bite ain't really there. Right, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I know that is what it is, yeah, but that's yeah, my exactly. personality. Mm-hmm. So, but I've realized I know who I am. I'm not I'm not going into a relationship with somebody. It's like a woman saying, I don't like six feet, big lip, dark skin men. I'm just going to walk off. I ain't going to get mad and be like, oh, I can't believe you don't want me. <laughs> it don't make no sense. I think I look good. Right. I think I'm an attractive man. I think whoever God made me do, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, whether you like me or not. That's right. Right? And I know looks are subjective. Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't be everybody's taste, right? That's maturity. Right. You know, but we come into the world thinking everybody should like us. Everybody should kowtow to us. And here's the thing. We are more concerned about what a woman needs to give us than what we actually have to offer. Mm. So you broke right. and you're broken, broken, but you want somebody to come home and cook you an air sandwich <laughs> and make you imaginary bacon and eggs. You tripping, bro. Yeah. You, but if I worked hard on being a better man, mm-hmm. growing my income, growing my business, being a master of what I need to comprehend... I'd be further along and my relationships would be better. Would you not agree? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, I think a lot of times when men, and you keep saying that word broken because that's really what it comes down to. It because is. when we make those choices with the woman that we want to be with, right, mm-hmm. you have to always look and say it doesn't work out, mm-hmm. you know, which has happened with me. I always look back and I always reflect back on where was I, you know, in, you know emotionally, in spiritually. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And we make choices based off of where we are at that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Even though at the time it may look to be the best thing for us, but a lot of times in the big scheme of things, that may not be the best thing for us. That's good. Sometimes, and a lot of times with relationships, they should be for a season and not for, you know, a whole a lifetime. Yeah, a yeah, lifetime. Yeah, 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 you know what I'm saying? You're not like, my die with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not yeah, my yeah. die with. And, and we, I think that's scary, yeah. though. And we Go pull ahead. the trigger. We pull the trigger. We make it We make it the lifetime thing, and it should be just a seasonal thing. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And so, and again, it all depends on where we are. So when we're always constantly trying to figure it out, you know, and we're trying to, you know, and we are broken, and we're right. not willing to submit ourselves to God first, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. not willing to, you know, to do that thing, to die, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, die yeah, to yeah. the flesh yeah, and all that yeah, stuff, yeah, all this yeah, spiritual yeah. stuff, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, yeah. but it, it it manifests itself in our natural life mm-hmm. and the things that we do, the choices that we make, you no know, question. the people who we hang with. So yeah. I think having that solid foundation, we go back to purpose, knowing exactly. who we are. Knowing you know the original saying? intent for why. Purpose is knowing intent. what the original intent for why you were created. And, and, and I want to say this. Mm-hmm. When you were a woman... Some of it is a moment and another is a marriage. Some are just for the moment. But we take a moment and we think it's going to be a marriage. Yeah. It, I might get in trouble for this, but I'm going to say it anyway. You know, you, you're going to be the one everybody loves, okay? You're going to be the loving guy. <laughs> I'm going to be the one. Everybody, today. I don't know what you said. Today. today. Let's today. see. Today. Let's, okay, see. Today. Let's test it. Let's so see. what happens is a man controls a woman. He needs her to do whatever he tells her to do. And the reason why he needs that control is because of the simple fact he needs to be able to have what? Power. Power. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why he wants to have power over the woman is because he has insecurities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And those insecurities are there because he doesn't have an identity. Mm -hmm. And he doesn't have an identity, right, because he doesn't have purpose. Mm -hmm. But if a man who has purpose, he can identify exactly who he is and what he wants to do. He doesn't need, he does, he does, he doesn't need to let his insecurities rule him. If he's frustrated about something, he handles it. So now, instead of being in control, he's in compatibility, and in that compatibility, it breeds equality. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the type of stuff we don't talk about as men. We don't talk about the hey, just know who exactly who you are. The more I know who I am, like I know. I am a New York Nigerian nightmare. You're not going to change the, the way that I see things and how I feel about it right, unless right, I right. process it. Mm-hmm. And I know I couldn't be with, 
I know that I can't be with somebody who's not going to think through things intellectually, right? I, I'm passionate. But even me and you, I might be frustrated inventing, but eventually after I listen to you, I come back and I say, okay, right, this is what I'm looking at. So you know my personality. Absolutely. So th the problem is, is that we have a lot of men who are highly insecure, which leads to a high level of control, right? Mm -hmm. High level of control, which leads to this. But here's the thing nobody tells men. A woman will let you control her until she figure out who she is. Ooh. And then when she gets her identity... You out back. <laughs> That's the part that nobody talks about. Because women always have an epiphany of their value. Mm -hmm. A good one will always, I don't care what nobody tell you. They always wake up one day and be like, you know, I ain't got to do, and they come right. out the blue. <laughs> when you think you really in control of something, they come out, I don't need you. I am somebody. I'm right. smart. I'm kind. I'm important. Right. You know, they right. have that right. whole epiphany. Right. And then you're like, F-U-B. Da, 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 da. And then you're trying to find the next victim. Right. And that's and it's a crazy cycle, right? It because is. you have to ask yourself, because I, I, I think I've asked this question a, a few times. And I know it's scientific and all that stuff, the, the whole battered woman syndrome, you know, mm -hmm. women, you know, when they they say in situations where it's like not healthy at all. Mm -hmm. And it's happening on, on the on the guy side as well, you mm -hmm. know, and it's like it's everything is toxic. And it's like, why is everybody staying in this in this toxic mm -hmm. stuff? Again, it's it's all that that brokenness and insecurity. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like and sometimes, too, what happens is, you know, you heard about that codependency piece, too. Very much so. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, mm -hmm. okay, I, I'm used to all the, the dysfunction. Right. I'm used to all the chaos. What did and you all call the it? Say the normal? How did you say that normal part last time? Uh, what? Uh, normal? What? Codependency? You, no, normal. You're, you, your normal is not normal. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. You start, yeah. Yeah, because of the trauma and all the other stuff, yeah, you you normal you make a you normalize the things that are not normal right. at all. You know what I'm saying? It's the truth. Yeah, it, 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 it is. is the truth. It is. I'm 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 scared. I'm scared that more men need to be able to identify who they are before they get in a relationship, mm -hmm. and I'm scared that they don't do it enough. I don't think we I don't think we as men do enough of self evaluation before we get in a relationship. Mm -hmm. You know, as much as I don't like it. My friend Tiffany was like, you need to take time before you get another relationship. Uh -huh. And I said, why am I in a rush? Because I'm used to being a husband. Uh, that's, my, that's, my, that's how I identify myself. Uh, right, identification. Right? Yeah. But you know me well enough. I'm not good for the streets. <laughs> I get in the streets. I might not come back. You might see me on the corner sucking my thumb or something, waiting for the next hookup. Like a crackhead, so I have to really watch what I do, right. and, and and I think that's the problem is most people don't know them, know know, them, know themselves. So I know how I am, and it was interesting enough. I told my aunt, I, said, I told my aunt, I was like, yeah, and some of my friends were like, I should go out there and date. She said, No, nah, baby, mm -mm. <laughs> you 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 not that guy. You a home run hitter. You Barry Bonds on steroids. <laughs> You ain't going to just try to get the first base. You're going to go all around the base. All around. And you're probably going to lick the last base and be all freaking to get I, I was like, whoa, Auntie Chips. He's like, no, 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 you're terrible. And then she told my uncle what I said. My uncle called me all the way from Nigeria and said, don't you do that. And he was more blunt. You are a who? Without the cross of Jesus Christ, you are a who? You do not need to go to no bar. No, no, no. You don't need no. And he was going in on me, and I was about to get frustrated but but what he was saying was, you don't you don't have boundaries. Mm. You 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 just got a line, right? Which is my boundary. But you you know, I'm not the guy to be like I'm gonna just date and just talk with people, go to people's house and drink some tea. I ain't that guy. Cause you would be an habitual line stepper. Oh my God, I'd be butt naked at every house I bet. So it, it so for me it don't make no sense for me to do that. So I go to my kids' games, mm -hmm. you know. I joke with Tiffany, but I find her husband sit with her. I'm I'm sitting with people who are already married, right. so they can plant that seed in me of waiting to be a husband again. Because right, right, right. them single mamas at the game, I'll be at the game with the kids and butt naked afterwards. That's not healthy. At all. <laughs> That's at not all. healthy. At all. And then when your own son get in the car, I'm like, such and such mom is fine. She got body, daddy. And I'm looking at him like he talking to me only like this because he, his mom is gone. So he has a freedom of talking about attraction because he wants me to find somebody. 
But he's a teenager, and the first thing he's talking about yams. Right, and the first right, thing right. I do is I'm like, yes, you do got a big old butt. I don't say that because I don't right. want to be the bad parent. Right, right, but right. he knows I'm thinking it because he knows my taste. And I'm thinking, golly. So I'm like, so I had to turn around and say, no, son, dad going to wait till God bless him. Somebody in a serious relationship. And then he hit me with the, ah, you know, yeah, that's the right thing to do, blah, blah, blah. But if he has that mentality now, and at my age, I'm already struggling, I have to put boundaries in place and have a line for saying, just stay over here. Like, somebody says something very powerful. There are some people who can be in the mix of something, and it don't affect them. And other people can be in the mix of something, and they lose their damn mind. Right, right, right. I'm that guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody get freaky. I'm getting freaky too. Let's go. <laughs> right? But if everybody's safe, then I'm going to be safe. See, and self, so, so, so self-awareness is what you're saying. I think so. Self-awareness is like. And that's it's, emotional it's intelligence. Huge. Nobody knows it's, that. It's, Nobody, not nah, I'm saying they don't know it, but a lot of people don't apply. Right, that's you're right. Doesn't, doesn't, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't, yeah, they don't, they don't equate to two. They should they, they don't equate to two because everybody, you know what? Emotional intelligence, everybody's, you know, thinking all, you know, things soft and this, that, and the other. But, yeah, self-awareness is huge, man. Okay. And, it, and so many people don't have it today. You know, guys and women, men and women alike, you know what I'm saying? That self-awareness is extremely, extremely important. It will save you from making a lot of real stupid decisions. Yeah. Let's you know just, don't say stuff like, man, we just chilling. You even sound dirty when you say it. Yeah, we chilling. It, it, like, like, let's just let me just come to the house and chill. And then you get that look like you want to have some strokes. It, it, it's ungodly because you're looking at her like, yeah, you know what I'm saying. We could chill. The the, the, the your voice sounds right. like I'm trying to be naked when In I her mind. She probably is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that exactly. Yeah. But you don't want to say that out loud. Mm-hmm. But it would be it would be more honorable to not even put yourself in that situation. Absolutely. So let's jump into classification. Identification is who you are. Purpose, the original intent for why you were created. Mm-hmm. Identification is who you are in that purpose, right? Classification is what you do. I want to start off this as a hot button. I don't ever want a woman to come up to me and tell me she mad at somebody saying what you bring to the table. Whenever you evaluate me, you asking me what I bring to the table. Mm-hmm. If I ain't got a job, if I don't give you the money, you you don't want to do struggle love. That's what I bring to the table. Right. Because when you say struggle love, you're talking about finances. So I got to be financially prepared. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. You're evaluating me. Mm-hmm. You're actually, no woman in God's green earth is not wanting to know what that man brings to the table. Right. Now, we can't say that language because it's a trigger for women now. It's this big trigger. But you always asking what a man brings to the table. We're saying the same thing subtly. Right. First thing a woman do, what she do when she asks you questions? She gets to your favorite color. She gets to what your food is. You like to travel. And then she's trying to get to the fourth question, which is the four and five. Where you work at and do you want a family? I think you. I think those are probably one. <laughs> that where you work at part is probably the top two. I could be wrong. but I Well, think sometimes that, they take their time. Yeah, yeah. I think they could be, you know. <laughs> I think they, I think they could be, and I think it's it's a clash too between the the old, cause see they want the the old fashioned mm-hmm. mindset as far as like I'm gonna take care of everything, right. right? But they're walking in the new fashion, you know what I'm saying of of doing things. You want traditional, of, you right. want a traditional husband while being a modern woman, right? 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 You can kick rocks. You're not gonna say that, but I'm gonna say you can kick rocks. I don't want that. I want you to just be whoever you are. Modern, traditional, whatever you are, just right. be who you are, and I be who I am, and then we see if we're compatible. Right. Because yes. the more transparent about who we are and what we want, we ain't got to even get into those labels. Right. Because we make it a group project. Mm-hmm. I think we make relationships a group project. It's like us. We got our boys who, yeah, you don't need to do do that. And I'm looking at him like, yeah, you need a woman to do this. And I'm evaluate. We we do it to men all the time, and yeah. we don't. Whenever we at the barbershop, dudes that always talk about how they want a woman to be. They, nine times out of ten, what are they? They single. Right. <laughs> they don't got nobody in their life. And then they want a woman to submit to them and do everything at the house. And what are they normally? You say, you say, want a woman to do everything at the house and take care of everything. They normally what? Divorce. And broke. Right. Like, let's just have a spade, call spade. Every time I go to the bar shop, the dude that want a woman to do everything ain't got the income to what he asking for. So then I become the bad guy because you know me. I'm confrontational. I would say what I got to say. We, I'm sitting in the chair getting my hair cut. This dude's like, yeah, women need to do that, that, and that. My woman, I get married doing this. And I said, you make enough money for that? 
He was like, what you mean? Are we getting in my financial business? No, no, I ain't getting in your business. You ain't got to give me a number. But do you have enough to have a woman stay home and have kids? The capacity. The capacity. Yeah. <laughs> he don't even know that capacity. word. He mean, brother. Yeah. The capacity yeah. to take care of all of that. And mm-hmm. once you get into that, that's when the sensitivity kick in. Because mm-hmm. classification deals more so what you do. Right? Mm-hmm. But men who make good money... We have a tendency not to even ask any of those questions because at the end of the day, I'm trying to figure out who you are. I'm not going to ask you those questions. Right. I'm going to just watch how you move. Right, right, right. Once you hit me with the, this is not, <laughs> I'm out of there. <laughs> I'm out of there. I'm gone because I know you're only here for what I could do. Mm-hmm. But if you come at me, what type of person are you? Mm-hmm. You walk in, you be like, oh, you have a nice home. But who are you? Right. The strong will, the Oh, that's sexy. That's attractive because now I know that I you can't be bought. We have to build. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was, but I mean, but you said though with the the what's asking the asking the woman what do they bring to the table, mm-hmm. right? A lot of times, so if a woman says, "Okay, I I bring emotional stability. I bring a nurturing thing." If you have kids, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm very nurturing. Uh, I I will cater to your needs. You know, um, what else? Some I cook. Pretty vague. That's pretty vague. Well, the cooking part, but I cater to you. I, I, th- I just think those things are useless. Because you still ask me what I bring to the table as a man. Mm-hmm. When you ask me where I work and how I, wanna, how I want my family household to be run, you ask me what I bring to the table. You're not using those words, but you are. And I don't think, I don't think, there's, any wrong, I don't think there's anything wrong with figuring out what your partner offers. I just don't think you can say what you bring to the table. I think that's going to trigger. But if I say, you know, if I ask questions about how you want to live your life, Mm -hmm. how do you want to govern yourself, you know what I'm saying, in a relationship, how do you want to be treated, Mm -hmm. right? I want a man to spoil me. But what do you mean? Right, right, right. Take me out, fly me out. So you you want to travel? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to travel. Okay, all right, okay. All right. And that's that's how I start sounding like a broken record. Okay. All right. Okay. And then and then then I go, well, how are you gonna treat your husband and all that? Right. That's what you I was know, gonna say. He yeah. gonna get good sex. I'm gonna keep this looking good. I'm out of there. I'm gone. <laughs> because now it's it's surface level. It's it, not exactly. But if you say to me, man, I want somebody that I can laugh with, spend time with, enjoy their company, get to know them. I want us to be partners. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And not money aspect, but partners in the sense of if there's holes that need to be filled in the relationship right, with my you man. Got my blind spots. You know what I'm saying? You go that's help. priceless. Right, right, right. That's 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 money right there. Right, right, right. Because a woman who has your blind spots don't have to work the job you work, but she knows the person she's dealing with. Mm-hmm. If a woman says to me, I know my man, that's what I want in my relationship. Because what she's doing is the more she knows you, the easier it is for this. So if you got to make a business decision and you get ready to do it, she knows your personality. If you're overly anxious about it and overly excited, she's like, I don't know if that's a good thing. Right. But if you calm and you mapped it out, she's like, baby, you look good. Because a man will always be the head in a lot of areas of marriage, but the woman will always be the neck, and she'll turn it in the right direction when you're off. Absolutely. I believe that with every fiber of my being. But I got to find the right attachment. The right one. The right one. You know. And 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 that what and that word when you know that old biblical term they talk about help me, right? Mm. Oh, help you me. said that on you said that out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, help, you, you help, take help, all that. I'm gonna me. sit here. Go help ahead. me. So when so when guys are like, okay, I'm I'm looking for a wife. You're looking for a help me. Now for us as guys, you know, we need to have some purpose and plan in our life because why would you need a uh, a wife or help me if you're not doing anything? Mm-hmm. If you don't have any goals, if you don't have any. You know, you have no aspirations. What do you need help with? Mm. You don't need a woman to help you do nothing or to be nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? You need to have a vision for your life. You need to have a vision for family. You know what I'm saying? Some standards. So it's like, I'm doing, I'm, I'm going to do all this, and I need someone to come alongside me to, to help me in those areas because I may not be as now, strong the, in Does something. the work define the marriage? You say does the what? Does the work define the marriage? No, the, the work that you actually do? Yeah. No, the work doesn't define the marriage. So what is she helping with? You saying the work for the man or for the or for the for woman? man? If you running a business, and mm-hmm. sometimes because I hear men say all the time, "I need a woman to help me with the business." Mm-hmm. I don't. 
I need a woman to help me with me. And and seeing how that could be part of that though. Okay. Because today, you know, you talk about you know with mental health being such an important thing, right? Mm-hmm. You haven't if you don't have no peace, you know, in your home, you can't function as far as like to handle your business, right? So if you have a lot of different things going on in your life, you you you're this person, you're you're being pulled in so many different directions, you know. If you have a woman that can come along, understands exactly how you're wired and how to be the one that will give you that peace and be able to get you, you know, back centered and keep you focused and everything like that. That's that's priceless. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's that's priceless right. in itself. They may not have actually, you know, business acumen. Acumen. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And, I, but, and the reason why I push yeah. you on that because I think that's what people don't talk about enough. Mm-hmm. Like having someone who knows you and loves you is growth. Mm-hmm. Having someone who can be a part of your life, baby, you kind of got a bad attitude here. You might need to work a little bit here. You might need to slow down. You're about to be burnt out. They know you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Finding somebody that knows you is the biggest gift you can ever get in a relationship. But find, I don't want no power couple. I, I don't want it. Yeah. That, that's just weird to me. Like we coming home and all we doing is talking about business. Yeah. And then after that, we make love. Then we talk about business again. You said something about my 30 minutes. Remember my 30 minutes? Mm-hmm. Come home. Don't talk about work at all for the first thirty minutes. We just sit there, we hug on each other, kiss yeah. each other, and affirm each other. Mm-hmm. Now, if you got smaller kids, it might be tougher to do. Oh yeah. But absolutely. if you're older and, and and you have teenagers or you have a relationship or you newly married and you don't have kids yet, I think that thirty minutes. And then put the kids to bed and have thirty minutes where you're just kissing, loving, and affirming each other, and listening to each other, and being present when you have no phone, no nothing, is the probably the healthiest thing you could do for your marriage. That requires, you know, both people to be able to have that emotional intelligence. <laughs> you keep both going back to, be, to that. Both people to be vulnerable, you know what I'm saying? Because it, with, the, I, I, I would be honest. The, the reason that I'm like, you know, and I know you is, is the same as far as like, you know, being able to start again in a relationship and stuff like that. One of the things is Because you're divorced. We're transparent. You're, 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 you're divorcing. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a widower. Mm-hmm. So we're both single. And the biggest challenge for both of us is... Dreaming about that, because you when I say it, you make it more of a fantasy. <laughs> Why? Well, just because because it's it's just today, man. It is women are are so much more aggressive for me. That's one of the things I think I was I uh, just dreading this. No, it's this, a trigger word, right? It's a trigger word. It is what it is. Okay. That's from, right. and this is again, this is my perspective. Okay, you know what right. I'm saying All I'm right. I'm a little. Little country boy from Alabama, so it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I can say that. Okay, you know what I'm saying I can say. That. I can't say. That. You know, no. <laughs> See, your aggressive is is definitely probably, you know, for me it would be like way over the top. You know what I'm saying? If they're aggressive for you, you know what right, I'm saying. Right, Whereas someone right, right. that may be aggressive for me, you're like, oh no, that's no, she got fire. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. It may be mm-hmm. somebody that's just just perfect mm-hmm. for you. So each you. person, you know what I'm saying, is just it's different. What you're what, what you're, you're saying, to. but you do believe that women are more aggressive today. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And again, it's it's based off of my experience. Again, my my parents have been married be fifty nine years this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My my mom set the set the model role of mm-hmm. you know that submissive you know submissive wife. You know what I'm saying? I can disagree with my husband, but still at the end of the day, I know it's it's his decision. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Showing that how to, that 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 true. I ain't submission. never nervous, but I'm nervous right now. Oh baby. my! Look, you, you I'm, look, I'm, I'm speaking from my experience, and that's the only you. thing I can speak I from. I got you. I got you. Know what I'm because if, if I go off of what is put out there in the media and everything else, then that's the thing that's kind of distorting stuff. Right. So for me, and I think that's that's wholesome for me. And it's like, okay, it's not to say that everything I say goes. It's not even that. You right, know what right, right, right. It's right. not even. It's because making the final decision yeah. is only made through the power of agreement. Power of agreement. So right. me and my wife made the agreement, but she lets me handle the final decision on it. Like we talk about it, we build it. Um, and, and somebody who has, who is now single, that's probably my biggest fear. Because I would agree that women are more assertive. I'm gonna use that word. I'm, I'm gonna stay oh, safe. that's the word. Was that the word? What that, did that's that, what my word. word did I use? You used aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> women are more assertive, and oh, I think yeah, I think they're a- more. I think they. Yeah, there are some who are aggressive. I, we, we, the reality is that men are aggressive too. We have that, but my biggest fear is I might not find a partner mm-hmm. to love me for me, and I love them for them. When you my age, you know I ain't chasing money. I'm Gucci. Um, I'm gonna make a couple of more things that I want to do, and I'm gonna probably be all right. So my biggest thing is I just want to be loved. I ain't a fifty-fifty guy. I'm old school, so I'm, I'm taking care of anything. I'm always be that way. 
You know what I'm saying? And then whatever my wife makes, I'm going to say, okay, babe, let's save that for part of our retirement. Let's get up out of here. Let's put something together that we have as a couple, which is even more difficult when you're older because when you're older, joining the bank accounts and all that stuff is kind of like, eh, you know, it, it is. It's tough. You know, it, it, it's super tough, man. And and trust, trust is big. And 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 I'm not as feisty as I used to be. So now I'm a now I'm, I'm now I'm a velvet teddy bear. Somebody uh. calls me. So I'm not into all that beefing and all that. I, I get slick at the mouth, but you know me. I'm a, I'm a chill. When I see women in our age group, I don't want no parts. They're way too assertive. Everything is an argument. Everything is the, t- the sensitivity. They got to be rah, 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 and do that. Mm-hmm. And then the younger ones just want the bag. <laughs> so now I'm flying out, you know what I'm saying, pe- spe- you know, shelling out, you know, so I can blow your back out. That's all we doing. I don't want that. I right. want somebody that I can lay in the bed, roll up, and say, how was your day? <laughs> I, I probably didn't want it when I was younger, but when you get older, you want a friend. Just <laughs> <laughs> You want to we ain't got to do nothing right now. <laughs> you just want to lay in bed and watch the game? Or, 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 and I love to travel. So I'm not going to be with somebody who doesn't want to travel on a regular basis and be out the country. Uh, I'm on a whole new different career path from being somebody who's been in the ministry for over 20-some years to mm-hmm. going to uh, author, actor, writer, which which is really what I'm excited about. Yeah, um, yeah it's scary. I, I don't think we talk about that enough in yeah. classification like, hey, my career is not my currency. Mm, my yeah. character is. Yeah, absolutely. But if my classification as far as my work is the currency, so you're only, we're a transaction. I'm your pimp, you my hoe. Mm. But if we, you know, or my escort, you know, because now you you, date, you got people just taking people out to get some sandwiches <laughs> and some lunch. She don't even want to be with your black behind. She just, <laughs> she want Chick-fil-A. Everybody wasting everybody's time, right. Right, and mm-hmm. so that's the biggest fear that we have. Mm-hmm. You know, people want to be loved, man. And yeah. I think I think men need to be more honest about that part of it. Yeah, absolutely. you know, it's it sounds crazy when you say. I mean, it sounds and that's it does. that's the sad part. That's but know? but that thirty minutes is right. real. Like yeah. that thirty minutes is sitting. I don't care. What, I'm not marrying nobody who don't want that. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be by myself. If I can't get thirty minutes a day, imagine how how sad that is. Mm-hmm. I can't get thirty minutes of just laying in your arms and telling you how much I love you. And you telling me how much I love you. I ain't even just talking making love. I'm just talking about being present with each other. Right, right, right. You can't do that. Yeah, and that's and that's you know that's something you know you and me we we share with that words of affirmation is definitely one of our it's our you know, love, language. love language. Yeah, yeah, you know no question. I ain't ashamed of that. I want my woman to tell me I look good. Right, right. I want right. my woman to be that, and I love physical touch, and right. I love quality time. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be in in the plane, and I'm not gonna be in coach. You already know what it is. I don't care. Judge me. <laughs> I'm sitting first class. We both sitting first class. You don't even talk to me the whole flight and we traveling. We don't even like each other. <laughs> it's like, you, you want some chips, you want a drink. You know. You see married couples. You ever seen married couples? That's the ones that walk they around? Want, yeah. They just don't even look like they like each other. They don't like each other, yeah. That's crazy. Driving I, around and, and she's like looking out the window the whole time. And then when they come and sit with else. you on a, a couple's date, it's the most awkward thing in the world because you know they don't like each other. And then a woman trying to talk to you the whole time, and we're trying to engage where all four of us can interact and laugh and joke, and it just becomes the man and the man and the woman and the woman. I, I, I've had those experiences in my previous marriage. I'll never do it again. You know what I'm saying? And I've been on that. I've been, I've been the person where Jackie and I had those issues. So now as somebody who's a widower, who's, who's, who's single, it even sounds weird to say that, um, and I'm embracing it, and I want to be in love again. I want a family. Right. You know, I, I literally, I say this and I move on. I told somebody, I just want to go from house to house. I ain't want to go from the house to the streets, get all dirty and filthy, <laughs> then get to the house and wash it all off and then get in another relationship. No, <laughs> right. I don't want to do all that. I told my son that the other day. He was like, Dad, he was like, ain't, you know, ain't nobody going to. My 17-year-old son told me, ain't nobody going to judge you, you know what I'm saying? Because, Dad, you know, I understand. You know, they coming for you. But you a teenager. Right, right, right. You talking with your hormones. Right, right, right. The little ting ting, you understand? It's, it's, I've been 17, so yeah, I know yeah, what you're talking Yeah, about. you ain't talking about, but right. me, I'm looking out the window like Michael Max with a gun in my hand. Ah, <laughs> uh, you it first. Ain't, <laughs> it ain't safe. It ain't safe to go out so, there. So that's all streets. I'm saying. I think love yeah. is, I think the best thing you can get from somebody is love. Mm-hmm. Friendship. Somebody you can laugh with. You could cry with. You can have a vulnerable moment with. Getting a woman like that, she ain't got to worry about your money. 
Right. If you love it, she loving you, she really loves you, she cares for you. Mm -hmm. I, I've seen it with my grandfather. You've seen it with your parents. Mm -hmm. Where the man don't even, he just give it a whole wallet. He don't even ask no, hey, go hit on. You know, country dudes get a whole wallet. New York dudes too. My uncle be like, my Nigerian, Jamaican, you can pick whoever you want in my family, New York. Any man with a good woman, he ain't worrying about none of that. That's true. He trusts his wife for everything. Mm -hmm. But the problem is we have too much of a competition and not a completion. Mm -hmm. Right? We competing yeah. with each other. Competing, yeah. If I find somebody that complete me, girl, you ain't got to worry about my money. And go on, take that. You know what I'm saying? Go on, take that. You my friend. But yeah. anyway, we've been talking about this for a while. But I think it's important to have this conversation. Um, I think the struggle that most young let's close with the struggle okay. and what the solution is. Um you go ahead. I, I was talking for a while. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So we've already identified. You know, the struggle is just you know just that that, that lack of in, lack of security, you know, intimacy too. Yeah. Intimacy, purpose. You know, all those things. I think part of the solution is you know I think everyone coming one having that self awareness of where you are. You know what I'm saying? Not making and who you know yeah. lifetime decisions. You know what I'm saying? Super <laughs> important decisions as far as relationship goes. Don't get anyway, married that fast. You know what I'm saying? Take it. When you're when you're when you're desperate, you know what I'm saying? When you're desperate or hungry, you know what I'm saying? That's the worst time. You know, we we got the example back in when when Lot, not Lot, I'm sorry, not when Esau, when Esau yeah. sold his, his birthright. birthrights for a bowl of soup. <laughs> I'm just hungry, whatever. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, you're the firstborn. Like, everything's supposed to come to you. That's but crazy. Because he was hungry. And in the moment, you know what I'm saying, he was taken advantage of, in a sense. You know, Jacob, mm -hmm. he, he got him. He got him. But, you know, we that's, that lets us know we don't make decisions when we're hungry. That's good, When we're bro. desperate in our lives. That's good. You know what I'm saying? I'm desperate for validation. I'm desperate for being accepted because mm -hmm. I've been rejected so much. So now when someone gives me a, a sliver a sniff of acceptance mm -hmm. or makes me feel somewhat, you know, more of a, you know, complete as a person, then I, I jump on that mm -hmm. and not taking that time to really good, just, right. just ride it all the way out. You know, right. I'm speaking from not what I read. I'm <laughs> speaking from what I know. I'm speaking from what I'm speaking from experience, you know, and, and growing from it. And God's grace and mercy has, has been a, a, a huge factor in that whole thing. Me being able to be here and talk confidently with you just through this whole thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's so it's awesome. But I think that's one of the big things. Yeah, and I'm proud of you for that. I think a lot of times as men, we don't encourage each other. I'm proud of you. As somebody who's going through a divorce, the level of integrity in what you're handling and how you love your sons and all that, we're fathers, you know what I'm saying? Our kids need to see us when we fall, mm -hmm. and our kids need to see us when we stand. Absolutely. And you're doing a great job of that. So Absolutely. I want to encourage you now. I love you for that, bro. Respect. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the typical man when you love on them. They be like, "Yeah, I gotta give you a much." <laughs> I mess with you, but that, but that's what we do. Go blow you though, kids. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah what you got to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I know, I know. <laughs> okay, I'll get up right, and then we got a side hug it with a dab in between, right? Oh my God, that's typical man. I, our insecurities are real, people. Yeah, they are. As I would say a man needs to know who he is and where he's going. Mm -hmm. The original intent for why he was created, identification, I identify as a child of God, as a man of God. So no matter what you do, you don't take me off my square of who I am. There's a gap in space between what you say and what I receive as a man. So if I marry someone, they are going to have a bad day. But I know who I am. Mm -hmm. My job is to be a comforter for you as a husband. I'm the covering. Right. It's too many, the problem is we have too many men who are coverings with holes in their umbrella. There's stuff leaking through. That's why your marriage is falling apart because you got to be holy who you are. Mm -hmm. But that also comes with a price too because the more whole you are, the more of a struggle it is for the women that are in your life. Mm -hmm. So if you get married in that moment and you start growing, <laughs> that woman's mad as 80s now yeah. because she got a different man. Mm -hmm. And her insecurities when you are whole will make her even more angry because now you don't need her to validate you. And that's what happens in relationships and friendships, right? The second thing I would say that most men need to do is do not define yourself by your career. Yeah. It's what you do. It's not who you are. Right, not who you are. Absolutely. We spend too much time identifying, yeah, I drive this, I drive that. I drive a Ford Flex. <laughs> <laughs> it's paid for. 2018, you know what I'm saying? I paid $27,000 for the thing. I don't care. I don't, I don't, I'm never buying a Range Rover. Now, would I buy my wife something like that? Probably. If she wants a fancy car, you go ahead, babe. I don't need all those things. I'm a minimalist. I like my bank account. I don't care about no car. I don't care about none of that because none of those things value me. And then I realize I'm going to die one day. 
So I can have a bank account full of money. You know, I say naked in the world you came, naked you leave. Mm-hmm. I do not say that. I say naked the world you came, <laughs> and a casket with a suit on is how you leave. <laughs> they put a little suit on your behind, <laughs> and then they throw you in the ground, and somebody else spend your money. That's right. You know, or you leave something for your kids. So what you have is the time you have. Every man needs to value his time. I do not want to be with a woman who's going to waste my time. There's a big difference. We don't teach that in relationships. I'm already fighting the world on business. I'm always conquering, trying to grow my business. That's the wiring of it. But when I get with my woman, that is the time where all my walls go down. And I just get the love on her and she gets the love on me. She can pick whatever career she wants, God can use it. But when we're together, it's about us. You're my best friend. You're the person I laugh with, joke with, Mike movie. You're not my stress relief. You're my source of strength. You and God is what I got. Mm-hmm. Kids grow up and leave. That's right. And then when they get out the house, they get a relationship, they tell you to mind your business. That's, right. That's why you shouldn't live for your kids. You should live with your kids. Mm-hmm. But but those are the things that I think are very important in relationships. So, man, this is good, bro. Yeah. This is good. Hey, we sound like two old men talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, and and yeah. I think it's different because... I'm interested to see how this video does. You know why I'm interested? Because substance over sensationalism, I want to see what that looks like. I want to see how many men actually watch this video over again and put their critiques in there and get it. So so let me close with saying this to you young men who might be watching this or older men who are watching this. This is reality. You're not going to like everything we said. You are not the be-all, the end-all in the marriage. You are actually the servant leader. Your job is to guide your family. Husbands are gods, not gods. Y'all need to stop playing gods. I used to tell pastors that. You are a god, not a god. The second thing you need to realize is identify who you are and what you believe in in yourself as a man. Do not be afraid to see your flaws. And don't be afraid to grow out of your flaws into the man you want to be. And if your spouse helps you along the way, don't be so insecure that when she shows it to you, you need to be defiant to stay broken. That's craziness. The third thing I would say is whatever you become will be a reflection in your family. So you choose to be the best man you possibly can be. Um, um, I'm going to pray. I, I just, I'm going to pray and close this one out. We'll do that. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this time together. We pray that men of God will look at Ephesians 5 and then hear this conversation and process that they are husbands of one wives. That means they love one woman and they're faithful to them that they're willing to die for that one wife, that they're willing to do that. And then the other four things is not only do they uh, protect, but they also provide, they also have purpose, they have passion, and they are patient. And so God, teach the men of God to be this way. And God, whatever we can do to improve in what we say and how we teach to help them to grow, we want to do that. And God, have the greatest time shaping and molding our lives as men. Because we're going to yield to you, and it's going to make it an easier process. You know we're going to do dumb stuff, but have the greatest time. And we're going to have the greatest time on the journey, not the result, because this is a journey. We're not perfect until we meet you, because you're the perfectoring of us when we're in your presence, and that is when we leave this earth. So we give you all the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen, do this for me. Remember to love, pray, serve, and share. And You can do that any and everywhere. Have a great day.